Welcome back to the Lioness Podcast. I am your host, Olaya Land. I am a pleasure and empowerment coach. I am here to help you navigate dating, sex, and relationships from a place of deep self-love. I am ethically non-monogamous, queer, sex positive, kink positive. I believe all bodies are good bodies, and it is my mission to help you feel sexually and emotionally empowered so you can bring that power out into the world and do big things. Okay, what are we talking about on the podcast today? So as I record this, we are three days into 2023. Happy New Year, y'all. I hope the year is off to a beautiful start for you. And traditionally, as I'm sure you know, this is a time of year for resolutions, for looking forward, for making big changes in our life. For some of you, I'm sure that includes dating resolutions and intentions. Maybe you're getting back out there in the world of dating after a time away. Maybe you're changing up your approach. Maybe you've set some intentions around the kinds of partners you want to attract or relationships you want to create, or maybe you're thinking about new ways to show up in the relationships that you already have. So today we are going to focus on one thing, one piece of knowledge that I find incredibly helpful for creating healthy, fulfilling relationships. This has really been a big game changer for me, and I have seen it create incredible change for my clients. But before we dive in, I want to take a minute to say thank you for being part of this community and listening to the podcast. If you have found it valuable, if you've learned something new, if you've benefited in some way from listening, if you'd like to support the show and my work, please consider sharing it with a friend who you think would be into it and or rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to find out when new episodes drop. Sharing the podcast really is one of the best ways to support my work. And as always, I so, so appreciate it. And if you have any questions or topic suggestions for me, I would love to hear them. Anything around love, sex, dating, relationships, body love, send them my way. So y'all have been sending in some great questions. They are giving me lots of topics to consider for future episodes. I really, really appreciate it. I love hearing from you. So if you want to share questions or topic suggestions, you can do that by DMing me on Instagram, emailing me, or you can also submit those anonymously. And I will put links for all of those modes of getting in touch with me in the show notes. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So the idea for this episode came to me because I was talking to a client this week about dating and she was talking about not really believing that it's possible to have the kind of relationship she's looking for, not having seen that modeled in her family or in her life, not having experienced that kind of relationship in the past. And I get it. I I think there are a lot of people who feel that, who have come from families where healthy relationships or solid, boundaried, fulfilling relationships were not modeled and who, for various reasons, have not found that kind of relationship yet in their life. So if that is you, there's something that I want to share with you, which I shared with her, which is that dating is a skill. Growing healthy relationships is a skill. Learning to have great sex is also a skill, but we're not going to get into that today. We will save that for a future episode. These are all skills. This is not blind luck. 
these are also skills that the vast majority of us are not taught. So we have this enduring narrative in our culture that goes something like, we each have a soulmate and we just have to find them. And how do we do this? We go out into the world and we do our thing and we magically meet them. And then we discover that we're compatible in every way. And then we get married and make babies and ride off into the sunset with a mortgage and a 401k or whatever. (laughs) And this is taught, this narrative is taught from a very, very young age in books, in movies, in fairy tales. I mean, y'all just look at Cinderella and Snow White and The Little Mermaid and company. All of these stories kind of portray a similar story. And it's also absorbed into the greater social narrative on love and relationships. So lots of movies portray this, especially rom-coms. I mean, this is evolving, but this is still kind of the traditional foundation of like a lot of romantic comedies, a lot of romance novels. That area is changing as well, but Traditionally, that's kind of been the trajectory of romance novels. Conventional dating advice perpetuates the same kind of narrative. And we also get this from subtle and not so subtle cues from our families and our peers. But of course, this narrative is total bullshit. (laughs) Let me repeat that for you, okay? This narrative of having one soulmate, your perfect fit, and you just find them. And when you meet them, everything falls into place and it's perfect and your life becomes some blissful nirvana. is is bullshit, okay? Um, that story is is problematic in so many ways. It's heteronormative, it's cisnormative, it's mononormative, and it's rooted in patriarchy. So a, a kind of central tenet of that story is this kind of white knight or this savior or this prince. Um, often the woman, it's often a woman who is searching for her prince, charming. There's more pressure for women to achieve these markers than men, right? So it's totally okay if a man doesn't get married or have babies. He can be a perpetual bachelor, right? That's totally acceptable in our culture, but it's not acceptable for women. What is a woman who does that become? She becomes a spinster. She becomes an old crone. She becomes whatever. Also, women are punished more harshly for not conforming to this narrative. How many of us have experienced either for ourselves or someone we know, like this pressure to like, oh, when are you going to have babies? Like, oh, haven't you met someone? Or, oh, you need to meet someone before the age of blah, 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 whatever, 30 or 35 or 40 or whatever artificial age, right? So women, there's more pressure on women to conform to this narrative and women are punished more when they don't conform to this narrative. So in this way, we can see that it's also rooted in patriarchy. But most importantly, perhaps, I mean, it's a total bullshit narrative for many reasons, but most importantly, it sets you up for failure or at the very least dissatisfaction and confusion and shitty relationships and possibly even feeling broken or wrong. And broken or wrong are in air quotes because you are not broken and you are not wrong if you don't conform to this narrative or if you haven't found your person yet or if you haven't had children yet or if you haven't you know kind of embarked on this path that we're told we're supposed to embark on so i have said this before and i am saying it again now and i will probably be saying it for years and decades to come but no one person can fulfill all of your needs You're not going to meet one person who's going to be your perfect lover and your ideal co-parent and a great co-financial manager and a perfect friend and confidant and adventure partner and who loves to do all of the same things you do to the exact same extent you do. (laughs) And I'm not just talking about like potential lovers and partners, like no friend, no family member, and certainly no romantic partner can do all of these things. So this is another big piece of why this narrative is not helpful. It 
sets us up for un- with unrealistic expectations. It puts too much pressure on partners to fulfill all of these needs and for us to feel like something is wrong when they can't. Nothing is wrong if somebody can't do all of these things. Nobody can do all of these things. Nobody can fulfill all of these needs for someone else. This story that most of us learn as we grow up and go out into the world and start looking for a partner or partners really does not serve us. So why am I talking about all this? <laughs> because I want to talk about the story that we are not told. So if that's the narrative that most of us get and absorb as we're growing up and going through life, especially as children and teenagers and young adults, the story that we're not told is that healthy, fulfilling relationships are built through practice and skill, not luck and not fate. Not like magically bumping into your soulmate in a coffee shop somewhere, like in a rom-com, okay? (laughs) And this is great news. This is like really, really good news because it means that you have the ability to find the kind of partners who are a good fit for you. You have the ability to find people who will help you feel happy and safe and satisfied. You have the power to create healthy, solid, satisfying relationships. You have that power. It's not fate. It's not luck. It's not magic. It's something that can be cultivated. So that's great, but it takes intention and it takes some effort and it will probably take some time if you didn't see this kind of behavior modeled as you were growing up or you haven't learned these skills. When you learn the skills for attracting people who are a good fit for you and when you learn how to create and maintain solid, healthy relationships, it's incredibly empowering. You don't feel like you're out there just guessing about what to do. You don't feel like you're casting your net out there blindly into the unknown or just like throwing spaghetti against the wall, like (laughs) trying to see what sticks. You don't feel like things aren't working and you don't know why. You don't feel like you're failing, especially, and you don't feel like you're broken or wrong because you're not. I really cannot say this enough. I personally spent a lot of my youth and my 20s and even into my 30s feeling like something was just wrong with me and nothing was wrong with me, just like nothing's wrong with you. We receive a lot of fucked up narratives (laughs) about how we're supposed to be in our society, especially as women. So there is nothing wrong with you. You are not broken if you have not found a great fit romantically, emotionally, sexually, if you haven't found your person or people, if you haven't created the kind of relationship or relationships that you are looking for yet. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Even if you hate dating and find it overwhelming and haven't had great luck with it, or if you feel like you don't meet good people when you date, or you meet interesting people and then things seem to just like peter out and you don't know why, or if you feel like you don't really know what you want from dating or in a relationship, or if you're struggling in your current relationship or relationships, those things are so incredibly normal. So please don't beat yourself up if you're dealing with any of these scenarios. Okay, so what should you do instead? What is the answer? Well, of course, (laughs) there is no one answer. I'm never going to give you one answer for anything because we're all different and we all have to figure out what works for us. And also, this is a good time to just add that like everything, any advice that I give on this podcast is, this is my opinion. This is my lens. These are things that have worked for me. These are things that have worked for my clients. These are things that I have learned in my time on this earth. But of course, I encourage you to use your discernment Take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Okay, that was my caveat. 
So there is no one place to start, but there are some key skills you can grow to make dating easier, to make attracting people who are a good fit easier, and to improve your ability to create and maintain loving, joyful, supportive relationships. So I'm just going to give you a high-level overview today. I'm not going to get into all the details. I will be getting into more details starting with the very next episode, episode 29. But today, I just want to talk high-level about what are some of these skills. So the first one, one of the very most important ones, one that you hear me talk about a lot on this podcast and everywhere I go, is self-love learning to love yourself, learning to support yourself, to forgive yourself, to cherish yourself. Of course, you are going to show up more fully and not be as afraid to take risks or to let your magnetic, authentic, magnificent, wonderful, sexy, beautiful self out when you are coming from a place of self-love, when you feel deep self-acceptance within your body, when you cherish yourself and can clearly see your own beauty and your own magnificence. Of course, of course you're going to show up differently. Of course you're going to show up differently in dating, in relationships. It's going to change the whole damn game. (laughs) Okay. So number one skill, growing self-love. And yes, self-love can be grown. I know because I have done it. (laughs) I have come from a place of actual like really like self-loathing and self-hatred and being so cruel to myself, both physically and emotionally, to just feeling expansive love and acceptance for myself, my whole self, my body, my emotional self, my mind. So I know that it can be done. It is a skill that can be grown. We're going to talk a little bit more about it in future episodes. Okay. Number two skill, self-trust. I have talked about this before, but it is absolutely foundational. This is your bedrock for dating and relating and just generally thriving in the world. It is so, so important. Okay. Why is it so important? Several reasons. So it helps you pass on people, relationships, and situations that are not in alignment with you, that are not a fit. It also helps you show up more confidently when you're dating or starting new relationships or in a relationship with the knowledge that you have your own back, that you can trust yourself, that you know what to do, that you are able to make good decisions for yourself about who to be with, who is a good fit for you, who to be intimate with mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, what to do when there's conflict. It also helps you not abandon yourself or prioritize someone else's needs above your own, which is sadly very, very common, especially in women, because we are raised to be nurturers and caregivers and mothers and to martyr ourselves for others. This is kind of part of the social narrative around what it means to be a woman. And so when you have self-trust, you're better able to discern and to not abandon yourself, to not totally give yourself away, all of your energy, all of your emotional self, your physical self for somebody else's pleasure or somebody else's needs. Self-trust is helpful in so, so many ways. Next skill that's important, self-validation. Now, self-validation is related to self-love and self-trust, but it's a little bit different. All of these skills are related. Self-validation is especially important because Western industrialized society encourages us to seek validation outside of ourselves, especially women. Capitalism would struggle, y'all, if we didn't need the the hottest new fits or sexy cars or blingy jewelry or big homes or whatever to demonstrate our worth, right? Patriarchy would be taken down a notch if women didn't feel the need to do incredible amounts of beauty work and to focus on our appearance as a primary marker of our worthiness and our ability to find partners. Social media would not be growing exponentially if we weren't also mesmerized by collecting hearts and likes and comments and generating engagement, right? 
And don't think I'm not susceptible to this because I am. (laughs) I am human, okay? And I am on social media. But I think it's important to be aware of it and to create a mindset that helps us not be overly vulnerable to this pull. So self-validation is the antidote to all of these forces that want us to look outside of ourselves for our worthiness. Self-validation is understanding that you are 100% worthy exactly as you are. You were born worthy. You are worthy now. There is nothing you or anyone else can do to change your worthiness. It is set. It is fixed. It is infinite. Okay? Self-validation is about feeling that within yourself. And it gives you so much power to show up fully and be discerning in dating and relationships because you don't need someone else to make you feel good about yourself. Now, I'm not saying it's not nice to be cherished and complimented and desired. Of course, we are human animals. Like we thrive on social contact. Of course, that feels good to us. But appreciating someone else's positive feedback and needing it to feel good are two entirely different things. And not needing that, not having to have that to feel good about yourself is so incredibly liberating. It allows you to make decisions about people and relationships that are good for you. It gives you the freedom to take it or leave it, to value yourself enough to wait for the right person, to wait for the right fit, to know that you are beautiful and magnificent and that sharing that with others is a gift. It is not a requirement for acceptance and love. And maybe most importantly, self-validation allows you to show up and co-create fun, healthy, fulfilling relationships with your partner or partners, to view it as something beautiful that you are doing with someone else, not a bar you have to jump over set by somebody else or a club you have to gain entry to. When you are able to self-validate, you date and show up in relationships looking for good fit and chemistry and mutual respect. Instead of feeling like you need to prove yourself or act a certain way or look a certain way to gain acceptance, love, and respect. And that is so, so powerful and so liberating and what I want for everyone listening to this. So there are other skills too, of course, that are helpful for dating and creating the kind of relationships you want, like communication, healthy communication, setting boundaries how to deal with conflict in healthy ways. I'm not going to get into all of these now. My goal for today was simply to remind you or to let you know if you hadn't heard this before, that dating and growing healthy, fulfilling relationships is a skill. It is a skill you can grow. It is not magic or luck or random chance. It is a skill that is accessible to all of us and that with time and practice, it will help you connect with partners who are a great fit for you and create the kind of relationships you are looking for. Okay, y'all, that is what I've got for you today. I will be back with some episodes going into more detail on some of these skills. But in the meantime, if you would like to fast track your growth of these skills, If you would like to learn how to connect with people who are a great fit for you, if you would like to start growing the relationship or relationships that you've been dreaming of but are having trouble finding, I invite you to work with me. I currently have some spots available for one-on-one coaching, and this is exactly the kind of work I do with my clients. So if you are interested in that, if that calls to you, if that resonates with you, you can get more information by DMing me on Instagram or sending me an email or scheduling an obligation-free coaching session with me, and I will put links for all of these in the show notes. Also, I want to let you know that I am going to be offering a group program on dating from a place of self-love. If you are interested in that, I will put a link for the waitlist in the show notes. Put yourself on there, and you will be notified as soon as registration is open. Okay, 
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Thank you for being part of this community. If you're enjoying this podcast, if it has helped you in some way, if you'd like to support my work, the best way you can do that is to share the podcast with a friend. Or if you prefer, share it on social media or rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Of course, be sure to subscribe and follow as well to find out whenever a new episode drops. I will be back soon with another episode for you. Until then, I hope you have a beautiful week and remember that you are perfect exactly as you are.